This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Rays Radio Network. A one-two pitch. He popped him up into left field. It is playable. A Rosarena to his left. And for the fourth consecutive year, the Rays will return to the postseason as they've done every year since 2019. Welcome to Countdown to Opening Day. Get a deep breath for Jason as he comes set. Now the pitch. Swing and a ground ball is short. Wander has it. Goes to the bag out. Throws the first. Double play. It's a double play. And Jason Adams comes in with a bases loaded. Nobody out situation and keeps it a scoreless game. Coming up, we sit down with Rays players, coaches, and front office executives to discuss the latest news in Rays baseball. Here's your host, Neil Solons. It is countdown to opening day program of spring training because we're four days from opening day when the Rays will meet the same team they're taking on today, the Detroit Tigers. The difference, instead of being in Lakeland at Joker Marchant Stadium, will be a Tropicana field when it'll be Shane McClanahan and Eduardo Rodriguez. Instead, we're not going to see probably very many, if any, pitchers who will be on either opening day roster today, maybe barring one or two tops. But we will see a lot of the regulars get some at-bats, and we'll have that with Andy at the top of the hour. There is some news to bring to you, too, regarding the race potential opening day roster. Josh Fleming has been chosen for the fifth starter spot over Yanni Chirinos, which may have more to do with who the Rays are facing upcoming and how Fleming matches up since he's a left-hander versus Chirinos a righty. And it also may speak to the spring trainings each of them had. They both did a nice job, said Kevin Cash earlier today. And both are probably going to play a role, as will Luis Patino, who was optioned yesterday. The Rays are down to 44 players in camp. And relatively speaking, it's been fairly injury-free. You've had Tyler Glasnow's oblique and the neck issue for Sean Armstrong. Nothing else that was concerning in terms of opening day IL stints. But yesterday, Wander Franco was scratched as the DH in the game against the Boston Red Sox because of some quad soreness. Today, he did have an MRI, and we hope to know more probably after the game today as to whether it's anything more than just being precautionary but that as we go right now we know nothing more than he is not in the lineup today as far as the lineup today on the program later on you're going to hear from kyle snyder who has done such a magnificent job as the rays pitching coach and really that's been the backbone of the staff has been run prevention and in a moment we'll hear from jeffrey springs we remind you to celebrate the 25th anniversary of rays baseball on opening day this thursday at 310 learn more about notable moments in rays history purchase your tickets at raysbaseball.com as mentioned jeffrey springs certainly a big part of the big picture for the rays going forward signed that extension in the offseason has been absolutely magnificent so far this spring and i had a chance to sit down with him this week and asked him about his dominant spring and how he feels things have gone 
Pretty good. I think, you know, it started to build the volume, the up-downs, and, you know, going, you know, four or five innings last time. Uh, bodies responded well. I feel like my stuff's in a pretty good spot. Um, just continuing to try to build that volume of, you know, the pitch count to innings and just kind of re refining my stuff as much as possible as we, we get closer to the start here. Um, but overall, you know, I'm pretty pleased with how I'm feeling and how things are going. Is that the biggest thing is just the endurance? Because last year was your first year as a starter in a long while. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's a big part of it, obviously preparing for, you know, even a bigger jump in the workload this year. Um, but yeah, just kind of getting the stuff dialed in and then, you know, getting getting the body ready to go every five days and, you know, hopefully go, you know, as deep as possible, 95, 100 pitches and, you know, make 30 plus starts is, is the goal. So just trying to prepare, you know, physically and mentally for that. I know how motivated you are and how much work you put in, but is there some motivation to kind of show people, no, last year was not a fluke and this is how good I can be year in, year out? I mean, if you want to put it that way, maybe a little bit, but it's it's all internally driven. I mean, you know, I'm, like you said, I feel like I'm a pretty motivated person, um, you know, day in and day out. And just, you know, if you want to say proving it to others, I, I don't necessarily view it like that, but it's, it's more to myself. Like I said, I, I hold myself to a certain standard and, you know, I have expectations of myself. Um, so it's it's more internal. You also have guys around you who it's easy to motivate yourself every day. How much does it help to have Shane and, and Zach Eflin and Drew Rasmussen and so on with this group around you to work and push each other every day? I mean, it's a, it's a big you know motivator for sure. Everybody on our pitching staff, you know, it's it's unbelievable arms, talent, and you know, super motivated people like you said. So it's you know that kind of friendly competition to continue to push each other for the better. You know the. You know, if Shane or Drew or F or whoever goes out and goes six or seven shutout innings, then it's like, you know, I want to go eight inning shutout. It's it's just kind of not to one up them, but it's just that competition, like you said. It's you, you want to be, you know, you don't want to be the weak link in the, in the armor. And we have such talented guys that you just want to do your part. You know, I want to do my job every five days because I know they're going to do theirs. Um, everybody in our staff super professional, and you know they're going to show up and put in the work and you know, get the results. So I, I don't want to be the guy that's, you know, kind of bringing us down, so to speak. But uh, yeah, I mean, you got guys that we have on the staff that are unbelievably talented, good people and super motivated. You couldn't ask for better teammates. How close have you become as a group? Because I see you watching one another's bullpens, sides, outings, live BPs early in the spring. Yeah, I mean, super close. I mean, you feel like, you know, you we've been together a couple of years now. I've been here since 21. And, you know, you add somebody like Eflin, and it, it's, it feels like it's somebody you've known forever. It seems like everybody that comes here, you know, good people, super talented, and, you know, want to win. And that's that's the big thing is, you know, we're constantly pulling for each other, constantly trying to help each other, you know, be as, as good as we possibly can because ultimately all we want to do is win. And, you know, that's that's the big thing. And you've got support around you, obviously, beginning with your pitching coach, Kyle Snyder. What has he meant to you and your growth? I mean, I, honestly, I, you know, completely changed my career for the better, um, you know, from the little tinkerings to just, you know, the the mental side of it to, to everything. It's, um, you know, I felt like I was doing, you know, okay in the big leagues, but that, that was it. It was just okay. I had some, you know, good stretches. I had some really bad stretches, but it was very inconsistent. And this, you know, the, the relationships we built, the, the conversations we have in between innings, in between starts. Uh, he's definitely, you know, has turned my career around, uh, and I give him a ton of credit. Well, you obviously have put the work in and have trusted him. 
Your fastball changeup combination is where it starts, but you've worked on your breaking ball this year. What are you trying to do with it, and how do you think it will help? I think adding a, a more of a sweeper to left-handers uh, especially is going to help. Uh, just not try to be so perfect to left-handers. I feel like I kind of get handcuffed in the past trying to, you know, throw you know the, the bullet spin slider down to a certain spot and then the heater's up. And big league hitters are good enough to where they're just going to eliminate one of those and then when they get their pitch, they're not going to miss it. So I think just adding, you know, throwing everything to left-handers is, is a big start, um, not eliminating the changeup, which like you said, it's one of my better pitches, I feel like. But just hopefully we'll, you know, help, they have to respect, you know, both sides of the plate, you know, different two different breaking balls, the changeup and the four seam, and it's just covering more quadrants and, you know, hopefully give me a little bit of an advantage to where they can't just eliminate one side or one pitch. That pitch obviously can help you a great deal, but I always think one of your greatest strengths is just the way you read hitters. Where did you learn to do that, and how helpful is it to you, do you think, in terms of your growth and your maturation? Uh, I think probably back in 2017, um, that was the last time I've started, we had to sit in the stands and kind of jot down notes on the opposing team, you know, hitters, tendencies, and they kind of gave you a generalized, like, hey, you know, Deadpool, or, you know, the stereotypes of hitters, but just sitting back and watching, how would I pitch this guy? You know, I, I know the guy out there, I know how he pitches, but I also know how I pitch and kind of playing that game in my head as I was sitting the stands through um, high A. And then once I actually realized what I did well, um, you know, why the fastball plays up, why, you know, why I can get swing and misses there, why the changeup's so good, I had to, it took for me to truly understand what I do well, you know, where I can go to get strikes, where I can try to go to get swing and misses and um, get back in the count and things like that, which I feel like I'm still learning, but, you know, 21 was probably the first time that I actually truly understood myself, if that makes sense. And it's, okay, I know my strengths. I know what I want to do. Now it's, you know, I kind of have a feeling, you know, I can read the swings. I understand what the hitters are trying to do. Um, it's just that back and forth game of, you know, again, it falls back on, I know how I'm trying to get you out. What are you trying to do? What adjustments are you making? And uh, it's just kind of that volley back and forth uh, between those two things. It's certainly fun to watch. You know, we mentioned earlier how motivated you are. How much has being a dad changed you and also helped you? Changed me uh, night and day, I feel like. You know, I know my wife can attest to that. I, I took how I did very personal. I took it home with me, and I kind of hated, hated the way that I was off the field because it was so results-driven. But, you know, when Stetson was born, it was you see him after the game and things like that. It kind of – you, it makes you leave it at the field. Baseball is kind of irrelevant once the game's over, and once you know, once we step out of here, it's there. You know, it, it's it's what we do. It's not who we are. You know, I, I truly believe that. But you know, I, I want to set an example for him. I want to be a certain certain person on the field, a certain person off the field. I want to carry my way self. You know, even better because you know, I hope he's you know someone that I can be. He's proud of who I am as a player and as a dad and everything. So uh, definitely changed me for the better. And how life changing? I know. It's still a ways, but the contract you signed this offseason, what has it meant to you and your family? I know it won't change who you are on the mound. Yeah, I mean, that was a huge you know, commitment from the Rays, and when they first brought it up, whether we got something done or not, just being in that position to have a team reach out and want to discuss that was kind of very you know surreal moment for me just you know from my path and journey everything was year to year you know trying to make the team every year trying to you know be in the big leagues every year and it was that was as far as I looked you know it was trying to make the team the next year when the season was over but just having that financial stability the the trust from the team to you know 
by four years uh, is unbelievable. You know, me and my family are so grateful. But, um, you know, this this is a special place. We love being here, love everybody from the top down, and really, truly love the organization and was super excited to be able to, to sign, you know, for here more years. And as you look forward this season, this is a good year for Jeffrey Springs and the Rays if? If everybody, you know, stays healthy. And, you know, I think we, we have a very special group. I mean, you're seeing the offense come to life. You see the guys in the WBC that, you know, they, it looks like they're in midseason form already. Um, the pitching staff, I feel like, you know, unbelievable arms from, you know, starters down to relievers to guys that are, you know, going to AAA. You know, guys that should be in the big leagues probably anywhere else. But I think we show up and do what we're supposed to do and take care of business. And if, we, you know, we can stay healthy, relatively healthy most of the year, I think it's going to be pretty special. And let's hope that is the case. Jeffrey Springs certainly a big part of the race and needs to be able to stay healthy for the race to be able to accomplish some pretty special things during the course of this season. Hey, single-game tickets for Rays Spring Training presented by Visit Tampa Bay are on sale now. To see the whole schedule and purchase your seats, go to RaysBaseball.com slash spring. Coming up on the program, we're going to hear from Rays pitching coach Kyle Snyder. Obviously, he's been a tremendous mentor to Jeffrey Springs. We continue from Lakeland, Florida. This is Countdown to Opening Day on 95.3 WDAE and the Rays Baseball Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sign up your little slugger for the Race Rookies Kids Club for only $40. The MVP membership includes a free kids meal at every home game and discounts on tickets. Join today, racebaseball.com slash race rookies. Neil Solon's with you. This is our final countdown to opening day show of the spring with the Rays in four days taking on the same Detroit Tigers. We did have another roster move. We'll get to that as we go. But right now, time to hear from the Rays pitching coach Kyle Snyder. And I asked Kyle how he feels this spring is gone. Uh, I feel really good. I mean, it's been a long spring. Um, you know, we've uh, we've gone about it a little bit differently, um, aside from the fact that we've been in different places, you know, since the start of camp. But, you know, just trying to, you know, kind of dial each guy in, uh, almost on their kind of own individual plan. Um, but definitely feel good about where everybody is right now uh, with a week away. Where do you feel best about the pitching staff? I mean, I, I mean, as a group, for sure, but certainly, you know, there's been a few guys in the rotation that have stood out, you know, Drew and, and you know, Jeffrey and obviously Shane, um, you know, Eflin just getting built up and obviously just the talent that we know that we have there. Um, and then, you know, with, with Glass probably being about a month behind schedule, just kind of given the fact that he had the injury to the oblique early in spring training. But um it's been nice to see some of the guys that we've had come into camp you know kevin kelly's done a nice job as a rule five uh draft pick for us for the first time in in my tenure here in this role and you know it's, it's been fun to watch him go out and compete and, and to certainly get you know get comfortable the last couple of times out uh but you know the guys guys in the back end of the bullpen have done well and you know they're going to get closer to back to backs here from from your standpoint what are the things that more so what are the greater concerns um, as we close in on the start of the regular season? 
I, I think just their bounce back. It's the, the the physical nature of what we're about to you know embark on, and and what they're going to ask their bodies to do right over the next six or seven months. You know, that's the main purpose of spring training. Uh, outside of some of the things that you can do to kind of fine tune the arsenal, you know, change some you know pitch distribution, um, and obviously just the you know the count control, which we always talk quite a bit about. You know, just making sure that these guys are in the zone as often as they can be before two strikes, maintain their unpredictability, and let their stuff play after that. You touched on Tyler Glasnow's injury. It appears there's depth to handle that for the time being. How do you feel about that? Oh, I, feel, I think we're in a great place. You know, I mean, you got the likes of uh, Luis Patino, Yanni Chirinos, Josh Fleming, um, you know, uh, any of those names in the month of April uh, that are going to certainly be able to come up and, and provide us a quality outing and give us a chance to win. Um, you know, and I know that's coming down here as well, you know, uh, as well as another spot or two in the bullpen in terms of what's being competed for. But um we're definitely in a very good place you know regarding our depth and our ability to withstand you know the 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 month plus that you know we might be without tyler from that end you're also missing a guy in sean armstrong who i don't think people realized what value he brought to your group down the stretch last year how do you fill that void and how do you feel about the guys you have to help fill that uh it's that's a good point you know and yet he definitely you know, he was a guy that could, you know, that could pitch leverage in an inning and, and, and give us a third up when necessary. Uh, I recall just the job he did coming in uh, in Miami and, and, and the start that we had the scratch for Shane. Um, and just a lot of things that, you know, he just goes out and competes, takes the ball, um, you know, but, you know, in terms of taking his place and some of the versatility that he provided in the bullpen, you know, you look at the likes of Calvin Fauche, who's capable of multiple innings, and he'll get there a couple of times before the start of camp. Uh, Kevin Kelly's been up a third time a couple of times last year uh, in his stint in AA with Cleveland. Um, you know, and we got a couple of other guys like Jalen Beeks who will be built out to six outs. Uh, you know, Cleffinger will also be a guy that will, you know, be able to wrap around as well. So, you know, you you have the likes of those, you know, options in the bullpen that are relatively neutral and, and we'll do our best to, to make up for the fact that, you know, Sean's not going to be part of the club to start the season. And I uh, just hope that, you know, uh, as things progress with his rehab, that, you know, he's back before too long. Because from that end, you don't want to put too much on your starters that first month. You're building that important foundation going forward. So you need guys who are going to throw multiple innings at times. We, yeah, we've always, you know, someone employed that idea in terms of the first month having multiple inning relievers available um now this year being a little bit different and like the spring training affording some of our starters an additional start but still recognizing we're we're looking to compete for seven months you know we're going to be mindful there's no question um you know zach eflin you know coming off of you know 280 inning campaigns you know with some knee injuries in there you know i'm not I'm not hitting the gas pedal too quickly with him, just making sure we're laying some proper foundation and, and he's getting acclimated to a new organization and um, and making sure he's where he needs to be physically. So, um, but yeah, th- these are things that, you know, we're, we're certainly gonna be mindful of, you know, once we get through the month of April, we don't have a ton of off days in those first two months and, and you know, we're gonna need to be creative at times. Yeah, which is very unusual. So you also, during this camp, got a chance to see a lot of non-roster guys who have the ability to help you, who are some guys who you really have impressed you during the, the course of this spring training? Uh, 
Uh, you know, I tell you what, Ben Heller is healthy for the first time in four years and has showed really impressive stuff. Um, a little bit of an adjustment to the arsenal as well, throwing a two-seamer now, trying to throw a little bit of harder cutter, uh, which he's been successful in doing. The likes of Heath Hembury and Kyle Crick and, you know, just their baseball life experiences combined. Both those guys have thrown the ball exceptionally well. And, um, you know, even, uh, you know, extending on from that, I mean, you got Zach Birdie, you got – um, you know, who's, who's done a nice job in, in some of the small samples that he's been given. But, you know, we have definitely depth and insurance um, on the higher end for me in terms of where we've been in years past. Uh, and for an organization, like it or not, that has used, you know, uh, 35 to 40 pitchers each of the last couple of years, these guys are definitely going to be uh, potential key contributors for us at some point during the season. Obviously, you, you you hope you don't have to go through as much of that as, as past years, but one of the guys who is a core guy, and you touched that at the top, was Jeffrey Springs. He's on this program, too. How has he grown from where he was at the end of last season and now in terms of his pitch mix? We've talked about his new breaking balls. Yeah, so he's added a sweeping slider uh, to his arsenal. Um, uh, you know, a breaking ball that's probably going to be be primarily used against lefties, but occasionally to righties as well. Uh, he's in a really good place, you know. I mean, his other three pitches have picked right where he left off from last season. Um, obviously, the the results somewhat speak for themselves in the games that he's pitched uh, so far in, in spring training in front of the camera. Uh, but you know, he he went into the off season. His focus was, you know, we were to add, to add that fourth pitch and you know see if we could refine some of the rest of the arsenal. He's done just that. Is he have the best pitch ability, true pitch ability of, of the guys on your staff? And if, if not, who's ahead of him? Well, Zach Eflin would, would probably be right there. I, I'd say him and Jeffrey are right there. Uh, Zach's probably got as good a command as any starting pitcher in baseball, you know. But, you know, pitch ability covers a pretty broad spectrum, you know. But both of those guys I would definitely put into that category of – you know, elite feel, elite pitchability, and understand how to put their stuff to work really well. Yeah, and I guess maybe what I'm talking about was more the ability to read swings and adjust off that during an at-bat because he seems to see things and stay a step ahead. Well, I think that's one thing that I guess somewhat gets lost. It is a bit of the art of what occurs, you know, on the mound and, and, and what these guys notice, you know, what their next attack plan may be. We talk about competing pitch for pitch and letting one pitch lead us to the next uh, and what that means for each guy. And, um and in, in, in their and their you know complementary arsenal you know so but yeah it's well uh, you know both those guys are, are are very very unique very astute understand who they are and and, and what the you know what they're convicted to, to move to next but uh, definitely a guy that's that, that's come a tremendous uh, tremendous way in a very short period of time in terms of just you know he's a bona fide starter and probably arguably as good as you know, any left-hander in our in our division. And that is Kyle Snyder, the Rays pitching coach, as we're in Lakeland, Florida, for the Rays and the Tigers. The same two teams will meet opening day. We'll wrap up our latest program and get you set for first pitch in just a moment. This is Countdown to Opening Day on 95.3 WDAE and AM 620. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Make a lasting impression on your party when you host your next group event at Tropicana Field. For more information, go to racebaseball.com slash groups. Neil Solon's with you at Joker Marchant Stadium in Lakeland, Florida, where the Rays get set to take on the Tigers, the team they will meet in four days on opening day. Uh, before we continue and wrap up this program, why don't we pause for station identification. This is the Race Baseball Network. WGAE St. Petersburg, W237CW Pinellas Park, WBTP HD3 Clearwater, W224BE Brandon, and iHeartRadio Station. A couple of housekeeping notes as we get things wrapped up and get you set for the Rays and Tigers. Rays down to 43 players in camp. Remember, they started at 81. Yanni Chirinos option to AAA Durham, with Josh Fleming winning the fifth starter spot. And Kyle Crick, who had a March 25th out clause, has exercised it. So the official transaction is he's been given his release. So the Rays still have 17 total moves, including four injured players to put on the injured list as part of the players that are currently in camp. And we wait on Wander Franco and see how things fare with his quad. Again, he was getting an MRI earlier today just to make sure there's nothing legitimately wrong there. We'll have something probably after the game or on the Twitterverse as well. Thanks today to Mark Hayes, our on-site engineer. Thanks to Derek DuBose back in our network studios and our guests, Jeffrey Springs and pitching coach Kyle Snyder. Next week, it will be This Week in Rays Baseball on Sunday at 11.30 a.m. We get set for the Rays and Tigers. Thanks so much for being with us. You've been listening to Countdown to Opening Day on 95.3 WDAE and the Rays Baseball Network. Thank you for listening to Countdown to Opening Day. One ball, two strikes, the pitch. Swing and a line drive down the right field line to the corner. If you missed any of the show, download it at RaysBaseball.com slash radio. That might be Randy Rosarena's biggest hit of the 2022 season. Opening day will be here before you know it. Swing and a miss. He struck him out in the Rays win. For tickets, visit RaysBaseball.com.